When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, like music news. Time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This This is the beat. Well, we got an email from a listener who said that, uh, like you said, Steve, we are agents of change. Mm. We saw something. We heard something. We said something. Camila Cabello sang, I'll be home for Christmas. And instead, it sounded like. Quiz mice. Correct. Quiz mice. Quiz mice. <laughs> so, we, we started with quiz mice. It morphed into quiz mice, which is even more. Yes. Offensive. So enough people must have been talking about it to get her to kind of change it. I don't know if she changed the recording, but apparently she was doing a performance and she pronounced it correctly. She even put out a video making fun of herself. Yes, it was her talking to her. Saying, hey, let's just work on some phrasing. I'll be home for Christmas. And then she's like, great. I'll be home for Christmas. And she's like, mm. <laughs> let's let's try that. Let's just say Christmas. Christmas. That was great. <laughs> it was real funny. Uh, uh, anyway, apparently uh, she is singing it correctly now. And we thank her for that. The bizarre thing was in the song, she said Christmas one time and then... Other times went into Christmas in the same song, yeah, and then came confusing. back to Quizmois. Oh, I get it. Potato, potato. Listen. Also, when we heard Michael Bublé coming back from the break there, doing "Let It Snow," he's so great, and it reminds me. It's a really fine line when you're at a concert, and I've been to ten of them. When someone stops singing for the crowd to sing. Some older lazy performers, I think, go to the well one too many times where they're like using the whole thing. And I'm like, look, I love communal singing. I think it's a powerful thing. But I paid for you to sing. I don't yeah, want to hear Judy beside it. me. But it's fun. I know. I, you it, know me. I'm anti-group participation in most cases. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't want to do the wave. Don't That's, make me get up. You're the person. You're a wave stopper, and what power that person must feel. They're like Loki in the Avengers. They feel like, <laughs> look at you, all of you, and all it takes is me not standing. Yep, I'm like, nope. Not oh, the do wave it. is so exciting. Oh, how about when people are like, all right, everybody, put your hands together? I'm like, no, I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> as the re- resident prudy Christian, may I tell you something that annoys me? If I go to a church and they say, Hold turn hands. to your neighbor. 
and say, it's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Or like, turn to your neighbor and say, like, my blessing is coming and yours is on the way. I know no. No. Uh, that's a no weird. for me, dog. Yeah. OK. And again, I love church. I love Jesus. I just don't like turning to my neighbor. My wife will be beside me. And I'm like, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> How do you feel about the peace be with you? I like the peace. I like the peace too. I like the peace. They they like... sort of down. It kind of went away because of uh, COVID. They haven't fully brought it back. But oh, I went to the Episcopalian good. church, and there were a couple ladies that I knew. I was like, I may as well put chapstick on because they're going to kiss me on the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's just East Coast here's, living. Here's where I get uncomfortable when they're like. Yeah. Let's say the Lord's Prayer. Everybody hold hands. And then the person on the end has to do the, you know, the hands up in the air or whatever. Yeah, oh, I yeah. do not like that one oh. bit. I do not. I, that, I will change churches. <laughs> <laughs> I will just so I, don't I like have hands to up in the that. air. I'm, I'm good with hands up in the air. You know, and I when outsiders look, I'm like, you know, think of it this way. It's kind of like like if you went to a concert. People put their hands up in the air all the time. They're sort of surrendering to the music. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. But I get it. I get it. How that can be a that can be a weird thing for for some folks. I have a neighbor who sent me <laughs> a text the other church. day, and she said she went to a church, and her kids mm. were like, "Wow, that was a cool concert." They thought they were at a concert. Oh yeah, I've talked to I some. I think it's um, your church, actually. You think so? I think it might be. Well, you know, here's the interesting thing is, depending on what you grew up in. They called it a rock concert, I'm sorry, (laughs) due to the loud music. So different than a Catholic church. Yeah, if you came up Catholic, Lutheran, uh, Episcopalian, you know, a liturgical church where people were wearing robes, you know, I was an altar boy, it was that whole thing. That was the church that I went to on Sunday, and then on Friday... We went to a youth group that would be more defined as if Catholic and Lutheran is liturgical, this would be like charismatic, non-denominational. So for me, I feel like it has developed an appreciation for the different expressions of worship for other people that I have talked with who maybe just went to a liturgical, they're like, these psychopaths over here, what are they doing? Why are there drums on stage? What's going on? And meanwhile, the other side will look at the liturgical folks like, and be ah, like, are they stiff. dead? Right. Yeah. Go to a, a Baptist church sometimes. That's fun. There you go. Um, any hoozle doozle. Back to the That all came from show. Michael Buble having the crowd sing Let It Snow. Correct. That's how our brain works. <laughs> now back to music news. Okay. Um, I watched some of the Stern, Howard Stern, Bruce Springsteen interview that is on Apple, I believe. Apple Plus. HBO Max. HBO Max, thank you. Um, It's long. I mean, that is like a more than two-hour interview. So I watched watched about 20 minutes of it. Um, It's really good, though. I learned a lot. I'm going to watch the the rest of it at some point. I had to break it up. Is it in his studio? Is it just like, was Springsteen on the Howard Stern show, and now they're just televising it? That's right. Okay. Yeah, it was just really this. interesting. You learn like some things from him, and and he's in a really good mood. Did you watch it, Mike? Uh, parts of it. This has also been like Howard's one interview he has always wanted to do. He's always wanted to sit down with Bruce Springsteen, so it was like a bucket list situation for him uh, too. So yeah. When you see him get so excited about a, a celebrity that he gets to talk to, it's pretty awesome. Exactly. And at this point, Howard Stern is as big a celebrity. Yeah. You know, like it, especially for, for Springsteen, sure. who grew up 
in New Jersey who was work, you know, living in New Jersey, Howard Stern was who people listened mm-hmm. to just, you know, locally before mm-hmm. he, you know, busted out and became, you know, national. But um, you learn like really interesting things like uh, Bruce would when he was young and he was trying to learn how to play the guitar, he would buy. He was all about top 40 radio. That's all he listened to. That's that's what influenced him. And so he would buy a 45. Do you know what that means? Uh, uh, previous to a record? It, like, like a single is called a 45. Never seen one of those in person. A small, a small record? Like a mini record? Like a CD? It's a mini record with one song on it. Okay. Okay, so he would buy a 45 with a song on it, but then he would play it at... 33 to slow it down and learn guitar chords and he said he would just keep putting the needle back and doing and and practicing and that's how he really learned how to play certain chords by doing that it's it's a very interesting um very deep dive into bruce springsteen and his music and his influences i've not listened to much howard stern um but I mean, one of the things he's he's really known for is just his ability to talk with somebody, to get them, like to get the good stuff out of someone, right? Yes. Because it doesn't feel like a normal interview, and he takes his time and sort of meanders uh, meanders through it. You got to appreciate that a different style, long form. Yeah, right. He doesn't care about the commercials. He's like, you yeah, know, he's you know, I'm sure he gets some uh, you know flack from his program director. Right. But he's like, no, we're doing this and we're we're taking our time. And, you know, you find out just really cool things about Bruce. Like he was a huge Halloween fan. He used to have a huge dif- uh, display where, where 4,000 people would show up. Like he would invite the community to come not realizing, whoa, like he was already famous and he's inviting people to his home. Wow. You know, that it's just very, very interesting interview. I really enjoyed what I got to hear. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. HBO Um, Max. HBO Max, Howard Stern, Bruce Springsteen. When we come back, occasionally I'll look at what we're preparing for the show, and Donna will have put something in that I think, (laughs) oh, this is fun. This will be a new little nugget of the Donna Chronicles. And today we've got one, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I'll read it as she wrote it. Do you have beverage anxiety? I found out yesterday something that our boss and I have in common. That sentence written by Donna Valentine, she will explain what beverage anxiety is. She, the woman who once walked out of a Panera Bread mid-order because she didn't know how to complete it at a kiosk. (laughs) That when we come back, it's Donna and Steve. Okay, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson heading out to New York City today. Yeah. With the fam. Uh, Heading out this afternoon. I did get a ride to the airport. Things I think about at the very end. So don't worry. My friend Nick's going to drive us to the airport. But let's go now. I just said to Lou, I said, should we go do something tonight? We get in at about 6.30 in New York. We'll get to the hotel probably by 7.30. Um, So maybe go up, put the bags away. You know what I was thinking we could do? Go to, oh gosh, what's it called? The place with the frozen hot chocolate. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I thought it's in the Upper West Side. It's not too far away. So maybe we could just go there and just get a little dessert together tonight. But I don't want to take them in toward Times Square until 
Kelly and Ryan, the, the Live with Kelly and Ryan crew takes us in there. I want that to be a bit of a reveal for the story. What does that mean, frozen hot chocolate? How do you freeze something hot? <laughs> I like it. I like that you would be that lady at the restaurant who'd be like, I'd like to speak. Or is with it just ice chef. cream? That's chocolate. Apparently, it's a world famous frozen hot chocolate. I know some of you listening right now, you're going to send us in and tell us what you love about it. Don and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. Um, it is at this restaurant. Let me get it here in a second. Serendipity Apparently, they use three. a bunch of different. Serendipity? Uh, Serendipity 3, right? Yep. Okay, thank you. And they use. He's good. I like this Mike guy. I, mean, <laughs> I know, he's really this Mike guy. something else, I'm telling you. Um, yeah, they have uh, f- four different hot, or four different chocolates, I believe, that they use in it. And it's kind of like a decadent chocolate milkshake. But I think they use like cocoa powder and stuff like that in it. Anyway, it's kind of close. It's to, to the Upper West Side. So my thought is maybe we go out there, get all set, get in our first cab. Go over. Oh, I get can't wait that. to see you hailing a cab. Donna, I'm an incredible cab hailer. Actually, I'm very insecure at hailing. Oh, my God. I love it. I'm it aggressive. Powerful. <laughs> I like walk into the street and I'm like in front of the person in front of and behind me. Wow. I'm like, yeah. You're like the lady protesting in front of the tanks in that famous photo. <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, but anyway, so maybe we'll do that. But you know what we're thinking for the first thing? I need to find out a call time. And then we need to talk. Speaking of beverage anxiety, Donna's worried about this frozen hot chocolate. Um, tomorrow morning, I think we maybe will go to uh, the, uh, a museum. The the Museum of American Museum of Natural History, where parts of Night at the Museum were filmed. And then we could go there, stay in the Upper West Side, and then head over and do some sights in and around Times Square. Cool. Thank you for listening. You're welcome. Uh, okay, so yesterday I'm talking with our boss, and I have no idea how the topic came up, but we found out that we have this thing in common where we always have to have a drink with us. I oh. always have to have water. If I'm on the air and I run out of water, which I'm very close to doing, I get stressed. Like, I have to have my water if I'm... If I go to the mall, I have to have a bottle of water in my purse. No If I'm way. in the car, like right now, I have water in my car. Hopefully it won't freeze. Just so that I know. It's like a, it's almost like a, a, a blankie. You know, it's like yeah. my baby blanket. I have to have water. And she has to have something. She has to have like, you know, whether it's a Diet Coke or... She said if she gets in her car and she doesn't have anything, she has to go through a drive through to get something to drink, to have in her car for the ride. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Am I the only one aside from B. Arthur? Me ask question now. Okay. Why? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, maybe if I have a cough attack or if my throat gets dry. Um, hmm. I, 
just I, I need it. I've always been like this since I've been in radio. If I, I don't can, have a drink sitting next to me, I'm like, I can't do the show. I remember Ryan Perpich, one of our former producers, God rest his soul, still alive and working in the newsroom. He would say to me sometimes, you haven't had anything to drink all morning. I and I'll forget, it too. I'll forget to drink stuff. I don't know. I, I, none of this connects with me at all. I, the only way that I can relate is I have, I guess, chapstick anxiety, where if I don't have chapstick on my person, Interesting. The, on the back burner the whole time, I'm thinking, mm, my lips are going to get dry. I need some okay, chapstick. Okay, so it's the same thing. So you have like a little bit of anxiety about something. You have something that you don't have on you. Yes. Okay. Everybody feels it with their phone, I think, oh, for yeah, the most for part. Sure. It's like, oh, gosh, I forgot my phone. Uh, but no, I don't have it with water at all. Mike, are people calling in saying that they have water anxiety? Yes, we've got Jeannie calling in with thoughts. Jeannie, welcome to the Don and Steve experience. Good morning. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Don. I have the exact same. Um, you do? I have to have my water bottle with me at all times in my purse, in my car. I too, I have coughing attacks periodically, and I just, I am completely lost without my water bottle. I bring it everywhere. You are, oh. okay, good to know. And I'm seeing now that Mike has like two <laughs> bottles of Oh my gosh. Of water. Everything. I'm a uh, yeah, hydration guy. I what do you got? Coffee and water? Correct. There? Yes. This is the coffee and this is the And that's kind of what I yeah. do too. Wow, this is fascinating. I I was glad to hear I thought I thought Amy our boss was going to be like, "You are such a weirdo." But when like she her. I right? But when she said, "Oh my gosh, me too." 100%. I was like, "Okay, I'm not that weird." Interesting. Right? Thank you. You know, I need to remember to drink more water right now because I say on on any day that you get into a plane, it's very important to stay hydrated because it naturally you get dried out and dehydrated. Oh, if I didn't have water with me on the plane, I would be so stressed out. Uh, We do have an email here. This one is from Cassie. Yes, Donna. I have to always have a drink by me as well and have definitely gone through the drive-thru just to grab something to drink, even if I don't drink it. I'm glad I'm not alone. Wow, I feel like I'm part of a special group. You certainly are, Donna. (laughs) And you should feel celebrated and supported on a day like today. Wait a second. Oh, this is nice. We get another email from Brittany. Congrats on making my Spotify wrapped as my top podcast. If I miss a minute during the workday, I always have to go back and listen at night. Spotify does that thing. Spotify wrapped. Who were you listening to the most this year? We made her top podcast, Donna. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Thank you. We're day changers. You know, changing people's days for the better. You're welcome. Donna. What do you do for us? Hey. 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 What? Oh, we made a top podcast for a few different folks. This is great. Great. We'll have to tell Mike about it. Steve. We'll have to tell Mike about us making the podcast? No, how to make his, you know, his own, you know, concert. Is that what you're talking about? This is a slightly different thing. I'm going to go. It feels like you already did. (laughs) All right. Um, Let's take calls. 651, 641, 1071 is our number. Uh, You can call now and play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It'll be me versus Donna in a topic of which we will find out when we return. Play a game with us. That's coming up next on the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk. Hey, welcome back. Donna and Steve at your service. Hump Day edition of the program on My Talk 107.1.
Where talk is fun, right, Steve? Yes, Donna. What's the matter? I don't know if I should say it. I'm scared. Mm. I don't like program. <laughs> mm. I get it. I get it. It's throwback. You know, I'm watching my program. I know uh, there are a bunch of different people who say it. It's a, it's a very David Letterman thing. He used to say, welcome yeah. back to the program. I won't say it anymore. No, you can say it. You're a woman. It's 2022. I'm sorry. Don't. That makes me seem like a monster. It's okay. We have a caller standing by. Let's play a little game. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. Producer Mike. <laughs> I want to see how smart you are. Like I said, he put that little tiny bit in there for me to just say that. Producer Mike. Producer Mike. Perfect. Well, today is a very special day, because if you did not know, today is Mississippi Day. Ooh, am I crooked letter, crooked letter, I crooked letter, crooked letter, I pump back, pump back, I. There we go. And today we are doing celebrities from Mississippi. Okay. Anyone feel like they have a uh, uh, an edge in that category, so we can maybe I give it really to the feel like I do. Ooh, okay. I think I know a few. I just don't want to um, get up and have to like walk out of the room. And the caller, uh, <laughs> you guys know the caller pretty well. It's Daniel the Painter, going to be fun Daniel, today. My hey, brother. Daniel, we just made your Spotify Rap Top podcast. Thank you for listening to 644 hey, minutes no of the worries. podcast. Even though I know you generally listen live as you are right now. Yeah, we do, but we also, if we want to, uh, hey, we have friends coming around, you got to listen to this bit. It's hysterical. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Oh, God, love you. You know, um, hey, Donna, Daniel... I've got something to tell you. Oh, did Becca get her tattoo? No, December 10th. Oh, that's right. No, December 10th. Okay, sorry, um, sorry I blew Beck's up. Beck's mom, also named Donna, has to pack a water, an apple, and a bag of vegetables no matter what distance they're going to in the car bag of vegetables who is this person to you that's becca's mom becca's mom oh wow interesting we just got an email from someone who says her daughter calls her a a water slut oh Oh my god (laughs) because she's always got a (laughs) lovingly call oh i'm sorry a beverage s word anyway you're bleeping uh, all right boy boy. it's a long distance it's an all-you-can-eat buffet in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just say, if we're comparing apples to apples, beverage, S-word, much softer sounding than water slut. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. All right, poor Also, Mike Daniel, is... before we go, I know all you're right. about to team up with someone. We've heard from you a fair amount lately, which means the only way that that can really happen during a game is if you are perpetually losing. You've been a loser the times that you've called in the last several times. You have an attempt to change that Three today. Who do you want to team up with, Mississippi uh, celebrities, Donna or Steve? Mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> Who was I with last time? I don't remember. I don't I remember either. Lost. Oh, let's go with Steve. All right. Okay, bye. Bye, Donna. All right, see ya. 
Water ass. Jeez Louise. <laughs> That's a lot. All right, Mike, I'm ready. All right, here we go. As uh, Donna heads out, we've got, uh, again, celebrities from Mississippi. That is the category for today. And I'll bring Daniel down here. And uh, Steve, here we go. We'll start with this first one. What influential Mississippi blues guitarist supposedly sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads in return for guitar mastery? Oh, no. Jimi Hendrix? Jimi Hendrix. In what 1998 Farley Brothers movie did Mississippian Brett Favre make an appearance? The Waterboy? 1998. Okay. Uh, and he was born in Hattiesburg, but for eight seasons on IFC, you could have found him in Portlandia. Fred Armisen. Um, right, want to go back to any of them? Let's go. Let's... Well... 1998 Farley Brothers movie. Oh, boy. This is a little... Um, well, we're going to have to bring Daniel in, I yeah. think, just as an opinion on all of these questions. So we'll go um, ahead and do that now. Daniel, yeah. you are in. You are listening in. Hey, you guys. Anything, we'll run through each one of them here. But first off, what influential Mississippi blues guitarist supposedly sold his oh. soul to the devil at the crossroads? It's, it's in Robert Johnson. Who is it? Robert Johnson. All right, fine. We'll all go right. with Robert Johnson. Sure. I was thinking B.B. King. Um, no, we'll it's go definitely with... Robert Johnson. I have... Uh... Yeah, it's definitely him. All right. Sounds confident. Sounds like Daniel may have sold his soul to the devil for (laughs) painting mastery. We'll find out about that later. All right, number two. And number two is in what 1998 Farley Brothers movie did Mississippian Brett Favre make an appearance? I'm going to go with Steve's answer. Steve's answer, okay. And you went with Um, the water boy. You know what? I want to change that. I want to change that to there's something about Mary. I don't think Adam Sandler worked with Farley Brothers, and I think that... Did he show up in that movie? I think he did somewhere. And I think that year checks out. Are you okay with that, Daniel? Uh, Ooh, he doesn't sound confident mm. on that change. I'm not as, like, Robert Johnson confident as you are, but I think think that might be right. I I think that's right. Okay. All right. I'll definitely go with your... uh, He's going to go with it. All right. Hang tight. We're going to bring Donna back in here. All right, D-Bone, come on back in. Here comes Donna Valentine. She's making her way in. The headphones are going on. Oh, no, she's just casually eating peanuts. <laughs> hey, Donna. Oh, hey. Did I leave my mic on? No, sorry. I just turned you on oh. there because we were trying to get a hold of you. Yeah, oh, then, sorry. Then hey. you started going after the bag. Then you I turned you it on. I'm sorry. And then I was just no, like. That was me. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Sorry, so. guys. How'd it go? It went. Okay. We'll say that. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> We will get things started here again. This is Celebrities from Mississippi, and we'll start things off with number one. What influential Mississippi blues guitarist supposedly sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads in return for guitar mastery? Uh, oh, I, I'm going to... Uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix? In what 1998 Farley Brothers movie did Mississippian Brett Favre make an appearance? Brett Favre make an appearance. That was something about Mary. He was born in Hattiesburg, but for eight seasons on IFC, you could find him in Portlandia. Oh, that's Fred Armisen. And the first one is, who's the guy who did Joy and Pain? You know, Ricky Van Van... Subaru? Subaru? Did I hear Van Zant? Van, not Van Zant. Shoot! What's his name? I got his album. 
We're enjoying Donna. Your, we're enjoying your joy and pain. All right, thank you. Yes. So that's uh, that's your final <laughs> answer. You're going to go with just stick with Jimi Hendrix, or did you want to change it? I'll leave it. Okay. So that's what you're going with, and uh, we'll run through these. We'll start things off with. Uh, uh, well, let's do it in reverse because you both felt very very confident about the final one, and you were both correct. It Yay! is Fred Armisen. So congratulations. Thank you. We had a little back and forth on number two from uh, Steve and. Uh, and Daniel, but uh, what Farley Brothers movie did Mississippi and Brett Favre make an appearance? He originally said the Water Boy. Change it to There's Something About Mary, and there is indeed something about Mary. Ah, all right. Okay, good change there. Uh, two for two. It all comes down to this final one. What influential Mississippi blues guitar supposedly sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads in return for guitar mastery? You both said Jimi Hendrix initially, but then Daniel came in and says, nah-uh-uh, that is Robert Johnson, and he is oh, correct. I don't know Bam. who that is. Oh, wow. Daniel, Bam. you won. Thank you. He's excited about it. There he is. Okay. Daniel, come on, man. Daniel was so confident about the devil's soul-selling situation. He knew that. Well, I have a three-LP album of his, so I'm a very big fan of his since I was a teenager, so I know quite a bit about Robert Johnson. Darn it. And and, And fun fact, he was part of the 27 Club. Oh, oh, that's sad. Really? Oh. oh, man. What, that means what, what, he died. Uh, very okay. Drug overdose or something? Wow, Steve. I'm not sure. I don't know. So, all right, I'll look it up. Robert Johnson wow. Up that. Stevie Ray Vaughan was who I was thinking of. Oh, he's really Darn good, it. Yeah. Well, congratulations, and Daniel, with that, you're going to win a pair of advanced screening movie tickets to Spoiler Alert, starring Jim Parsons, on Tuesday, December 6th. Which you will not be going to. Because <laughs> uh, he's driving up that quick spot. Yeah, come on, <laughs> come on down from Canada. Woo! Well, we are going to be there next year, so... Well, make sure you, uh, you come and visit. All right. He's going to have dinner at his house. Uh, taking us out for... Uh, Lunch or dinner, Donna. Yeah, we said we take him out oh, for a meal. It's that's happening. nice. Yeah, you're coming well, too, Donna. Oh, Hollywood uh, paycheck. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's man. Right. We're going to Culver's, bruh, and we will get <laughs> maybe Red Robin and an endless basket of fries, something like that. We'll give you some real yeah, American we get fare. That here, so it would be an adventure for Beck and I. Oh, great. Low bar, it sounds like we've got. Yeah, sounds All right. great. Well, we're looking forward oh, to yeah. it. We're simple people, Steve. Uh, well, we're one of the same in that respect. Tell Becca that we said hi, and good luck uh, if we don't talk to you before the, the tattoo on the 10th. Yeah, it's going to be uh, going to be pretty epic. Yeah, take pictures, <laughs> take video. Font. She got the font uh, cleared up yesterday. Oh, wow. All good to go. Wow, I can't wow. believe her commitment. Oh, she's getting inked. Dude, know, this right? is going to be great. I would have just done like a fake one and showed it to you guys. <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, you'll see it. You'll see it uh, live next year. Yeah, in All the right. flesh. In the flesh, on the flesh. All right, hang flesh. on, All right, Daniel. Hang on Daniel. Stay there. Okay. Um, I think Robert Johnson may have uh, died as a result of an ulcer. Wow. He suffered from you an ulcer. You went straight to drugs, didn't you? Well, listen, he's a musician who sold his soul to the devil, so I don't think it's going to be of natural causes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I'm guess. not trying to be it's fine. crazy here. I don't know. I don't know, Steve. Um, I'm just listen, looking at stuff. I have something for you. Okay. You like the movie Elf? Love the movie Elf. Remember the scene in Elf when Will Ferrell's character has spaghetti for breakfast? Yes. And then he covers it in candy? And syrup. Yep. <laughs> well, now you can enjoy some for yourself because there is a new meal kit 
that's coming next week. Warner Brothers teamed up with Hello Fresh, and do you have this audio? I absolutely do. Whoa! I never thought you would be that quick. Um, <laughs> yes. Here we go. What's inside every Buddy the Elf spaghetti meal kit? A swirly, twirly, candy-licious adventure. Great gobs of frosting. Buddy the Elf spaghetti features a blend of essential health food groups, including candy and syrup. So even if you are serving it to someone naughty... What's all the noise in here? Son of a... Nutcracker! There'll be room for them on the nice list. Mm. Buddy the Elf spaghetti, part of a complete breakfast. And lunch. <laughs> That's, That's so fun. Uh, so this is starting next Monday. It's $15, makes two full servings of Buddy the Elf spaghetti. And it includes everything you need. Pasta, marshmallows, uh, different types of candy, maple syrup, chocolate syrup, chocolate cereal, and I guess some kind of generic chocolate frosted Pop-Tarts. And they're going to sell out fast. So you'll have more than one chance to buy because they're making a limited number available each day, Monday through Friday. And they go on sale at 12, uh, our time, 11.25 p.m. In the words of Donna Valentine. Huh. Things that make you go home. No, no, no. Let me do it again. Okay. In the words of Donna Valentine. Huh. That's how you say that. <laughs> what did I say? Syrup? You really have committed to syrup. And there are two teams, and the teams are syrup. And syrup, and I think that syrup has a larger contingency. I think that syrup is probably Texas, and syrup isn't quite Rhode Island, but it's probably like Vermont. Uh, Mike, syrup. Sorry. Oh, well, you're kind of like a hybrid. In yeah, I guess it is a little bit of both. Say it no, again. Not. Don't syrup. let her push you around. Syrup. 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 Definitely not sear. It's definitely sir. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. No, no. This is this is yeah. when we we test your producer abilities, <laughs> okay. and you pull up Google pronounce. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and we would like and, uh, a British lady to be speaking. Hey, awesome. no, it can okay. be anyone. All it can right. be any any voice from the internet, and how they say this. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Maybe. Talk to me, lady. On the count of forty. Um. What? One, it's, it's it's up. Let me let me two, just refresh here. Okay. Three. Syrup. 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 Donna, syrup. It's decidedly syrup. I don't trust her. Syrup. And you said it two times in a row. That's the only reason I brought it up. You have chocolate syrup. Maple syrup. 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 Sir. S I R O P. Syrup. Here to the world that we got syrup. All right, when we come back, oh, Steve, what? Oh, other ways people have lost pets. I thought that, that sounds like how how pets have died. That's what I thought it was. No. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, You're I found my dog. dog in the driver's seat of my minivan yesterday. It was startling. Apparently, I'm not alone. We'll talk about some of that when we come back. It's Donna. It's Steve. It's my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Where does the schlep bomb go? What'd you say? Where does the schlep bomb go? To the pap pap. <laughs> it's always something. Mm. I the- yesterday. Hello, everyone. It's the radio that you're listening to. The year is 2022. And uh, it's quiz moist time. And we're excited about the holidays, aren't we, Donna? We sure are. 
Donna watched two nuclear fallout movies over the weekend to get in the mood. Not a joke. Not a bit. Her real life. Here's the thing. May okay. I just say this before you get to what you're getting at? Sure. Why do you have to have a theme for what you what you're watching? Like, why does one thing have anything to do with the other? Like, why can't I watch Dateline on Christmas? Hmm? <laughs> you know, Donna, why, it's a free country there. Why, I mean, like, oh, it's Thursday. Oh, Donna watched a, a Wednesday themed movie. How could she? Like, I well, don't understand. Why do I ha- do I have to watch Christmas movies? I feel like, uh, though, I understand that the point you're attempting to make saying it's Wednesday, but you're watching a Thursday themed movie doesn't hold water the same way that it's Thanksgiving weekend when most a lot of people will traditionally start watching Christmas movies. And you didn't watch just one, but you watched two movies back to back about nuclear war. Guilty. Here's <laughs> here's the thing. All right. I wasn't even thinking it's Thanksgiving. It's the Christmas season. I was just thinking, hey, we haven't seen this movie in a long time. Should we watch it? And then the other one? Like I'm not I'm not thinking like that. Maybe it's because I'm not like having a big party with family and kids and Do you know what I mean? I think it's different when you have kids. You want to watch all the Christmas stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that certainly aids that, right? You want to sort of create work in to, some yes. traditions and create some, you know, traditions and stuff like that. So, to be sure, that being said, if you polled 100 single white females, so to speak, of in your same age range, right? I'm going to guess that there is a low percentage who uh watched nuclear war movies uh thanksgiving weekend <laughs> okay that's and there might be a true. high percentage that said oh yeah i watched planes trains and automobiles or it's a wonderful like started to i think a lot of people like that's the that's the weekend that <laughs> even for the naysayers who are like oh i don't want to celebrate christmas too early and all that once thanksgiving has passed now you are advent has begun it, like the, the the march to december okay. 25th is i get us. what you're saying I but listen, I'm a lone wolf. I know you are. Ow. So it's not like I'm like, come on, kids, let's watch this. It's not like that. I'm. I'm I get it, uh-huh. but I think still a bunch of single women would probably. I bet if you pulled ten of them, five of the women are like, oh yeah, that's a great weekend to watch a holiday movie. And one out of ten, and you're the one, my friend. The only would be time, like this a good nuclear movie time. The, <laughs> The only, I will just wrap it up with this. The only time I really watch a Christmas movie is on Christmas Eve, and it's always It's a Wonderful Life. Are you like one of these serial killers who puts your tree up on Christmas Eve? No, I put it up the day after Halloween, actually. Huh, that doesn't jibe with your movie habits. Right. And you don't really enjoy Christmas music. But I don't like have don't... Christmas music on. I, it's silent. Or Taylor Swift <laughs> or something. Silent. (laughs) (laughs) I like quiet. Your silent night has a different vibe. All right. Tell us about your dog. Yesterday, I couldn't find my dog before the show. And this, if you want to see the full video, including the video of my dog, where I found him, uh, you can. It's up at my social, D. Steve Patterson on Facebook and Insta. Mike, I go around looking through my whole house. I look on the first floor, can't find him. Upstairs, can't find him. Downstairs, can't find him. I look outside. I'm like, did I let him out and forget to let him back in? He likes the snow. Maybe he's out there. 
Nothing. No paw prints. He's not there. I go into the garage. I thought, oh, he's out in the garage earlier. I open the door to the garage. The lights are off. They're motion activated, which is why I mentioned that. The lights are off, and it is pin drop silent. And then I thought, well, I don't know where this... Did he run away? As I go to close the door to the garage, I see two eyes looking at me from the driver's seat of our minivan. (laughs) All doors closed. Including the garage door. Everything's closed. Everything is closed. He had gotten in when I was moving something out of the van earlier. Somehow Somehow the door got closed. (laughs) And it was just a very calm Wheaton Terrier sitting in the front seat. Like, are we going somewhere? I will say a couple of people, you don't have to tell me this, a couple of people did say that they've had this happen and there have been, a, there's been a tragic outcome because oh. of a dog getting into a car oh. during the summer months. Oh, and so God, I know, no. I know, I'm not trying to bring it up. I'm just Come saying, it, I know, but some people said that. I know, that. I've heard like coyote stories. I just, I don't want to. Uh. Um, somebody said that they could not find their dog. And they ended up realizing, we've looked everywhere, we've looked everywhere. The son had been sleeping on a pull-out couch, like a sofa bed, Mm. pulled it back out. And the dog was inside of the sofa bed. Oh, my God. Situation. happened to me with kittens. It's okay. The dog was fine. Why didn't he make any noise? I don't know. That's what people are wondering. They've people who said I found kittens in drawers, couldn't yeah. find my find my cat. My cat was in my refrigerator. Oh, that's not good. Better than the freezer. I'm not. I'm not sure that's true. You can't die in the fridge. You can die in the fridge. Slower though, <laughs> right? No, I mean like there's a higher likelihood of rescue. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Multiple people. Um, who said their 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 dog ended up being sure enough in the car um, where they were just like oh they they were out looking everywhere behind the fence somebody called the cops I don't know where it is and then they go and they look and in their car all doors closed is a dog just What's staring at them What's up with that Oh no Cray cray Well you're not alone It's like me and my beverage anxiety Got lots of emails from people. I know, the weirdos always come out in support of Donna. They're like, I also keep my pots and pans in the microwave. Whatever. He's, he's that a, is just true, just a though. bunch of inmates talking to each other. I get it, man. I see you. Wow. Also, Donna once stopped off at a prison parking lot just to eat lunch and watch them have wreck time. That's a true story. I didn't eat lunch. Still, she watched them. <laughs>